Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Talking the Line Sports Media, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. afternoon good evening ladies and gentlemen degenerates and gamblers far and wide welcome in to episode number 43 of the talking the line podcast the first ever official live youtube episode you are watching it now we are live and we are ready to bring it to you hey Thank you so much for taking a few moments out of your day to come and kick it with the crew on this beautiful Monday of bets. Now, before we dive deep into today's action, talk some lines and give you the value we found across today's slates, take a few moments to smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently ingesting the TTL pod on, whether it's on YouTube or in the podcast directories after the live show. If you could be so kind, feel free to leave us a comment, hit that like button, leave us a rating, all that good stuff. We cannot tell you how much we appreciate it. And last but not least, if you're looking for additional TTL crew content, check out the link tree in this episode's description, either down there on YouTube or also in the podcast. Uh, You will find the Talking the Line link tree. We made it nice and easy for you. You can hit that link tree and locate all of the TTL crew's content, social medias, and everything in between so you can consume it however and whenever you please. Ladies and gentlemen, gamblers, thank you so much for joining us. I am your humble host, Colton, Colt45 Soroka. And if it's your first time joining the TTL podcast, welcome in. But if it's your uh, multiple time, if you're a longtime listener, you know what's about to happen. Without further ado, let me bring in this man sitting to my left over here, a young man whose Sox fandom runs thicker than blood. A young man whose Green Bay Packers fandom might even run deeper. You can see he's already repping the Chicago Bulls this morning. Little Jordan Air Mm -hmm. going on. He's ready to let some air out of himself and give you some serious value today. Without further ado, the man, the myth, the degenerate gambling legend himself, Mr. Riley Armax Magnuson. Partner, how you doing over there today, pal? My man, I am just fantastic. What a week, what a weekend. We had a solid weekend of action last weekend, or last week, and this weekend of sports action lived up beyond the hype, and I am uh, ready to do it all over again, my man. Hey, me and you both, my friend, I spent... A good majority of my Sunday and Saturday, not only uh, seated on the edge of my couch, mm-hmm. but gripped tightly onto the armrest as well. Yep. Uh, you said a spectacular weekend of uh, sports. I could not agree with you more. I mean, we had 
NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, games going down to overtime, teams that we thought were going to win way outright, losing by a last second bucket. Mm -hmm. I mean, partner, it is the best time of the year. If you are a sports fan and if you are a fan of sports gambling, it is time to get in now. Yeah, things are rolling. Things are rolling. And I I honestly don't know what uh, all those people who don't watch sports out there are doing right now. Yeah, I don't know what you could have done this weekend. I don't know how this weekend could have been any better. You had a full Saturday and Sunday of NBA and NHL action, little MLB sprinkled in, and then good old Phil Mickelson taking Ooh, the win. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, let's save some of that we'll banter into that, though. for the rants and reactions segment of today's episode. However, quick little recap from last week. We did have a solid week as a crew. Myself, I caught fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, beginning the week, I absolutely killed it. Closed out the week a little rough, but ended my week last week 15-4-2. So you better believe I am ready to bring it back to you for this week. Mags ended up 7-6-1. and one, Positive. Mm-hmm. Nothing too major, but uh, he's definitely ready to get back onto the big train. Right. Big money train this week. Uh, the Moneyline Dice had a 2-5 and five record last week. Kind of a little bit of a slip. Have now pushed them to 6-10. and 10. We may be talking in fade the dice territory we'll partner we'll i don't see. know we'll see what happens and then uh the special plays last week went two three and one we had a push on the wednesday warrior and then cash two lost three so um or i apologize two two and one that would be five days mm-hmm. uh, that would not be six days in a week uh so there you go there you have it uh colt's daily draw if you've been following along on twitter i'm thinking about bringing it back sometime this week we're uh, a little light on the plays today so right. So I don't think uh, I'm going to be hammering it in too quickly um, today, maybe sometime in the week. We'll see. Um, And one final piece before we uh, dive right into today's episode, make sure you guys follow us on the Action Network HQ app. Uh, If you haven't downloaded it, download it. Um, We will also put it all over our Twitters. We consistently put the links out there, but follow at Talking the Line at cash underscore with underscore Colt for me and at our mags, all caps for Riley. You will yep. get all of our best bets there uh, outside of the TTL pod. Anything we smash in throughout the day, you will get it up to the minute. So make sure you follow us on there. But for now, cut all the banter, cut all the nonsense, skip all the gossip that you could go to every other media outlet and get. You come to the TTL podcast, not only to hang out with these two good looking guys, but hey, you come here for the stone cold locks and to run some tickets to the window all night long. So without further ado, let's get into today's let's action. Get into it. All right. If it is your first time stopping by the TTL podcast, if not, you know where we're going. But just so I can preface a little bit, we start things off here with the first segment of the TTL pod with our best bets of the day. Now, my partner usually goes first and I take it second. He showed up at the TTL production studios today, said, partner, we are live on YouTube. I got to bring a solid card today. I can't be messing around. I can't be goofing around. I got to give these folks locks. So I say, hey, partner, let me step back. Let me let you drop some knowledge on their heads. So without further ado, partner, you have the floor. Appreciate it, my man. I am taking out of today's slate three MLB plays. First one coming at 5.40 p.m. Central Standard Time. 
Phillies versus Marlins. I am taking the Marlins first five money line. We've got Zach Eflin on the mound versus Trevor Rogers. And I cannot, and I know both of us are in this train. I cannot talk about how much I love Trevor Rogers enough. He is an under the radar candidate for NL Cy Young, and he's doing it with a 174 ERA and a 105 whip. His last three starts, he has totaled 18 and two thirds innings, given up only three earned runs and 21 strikeouts. And Miami is 2-0-1 in first fives over those three starts. His opponent, Zach Eflin, he's been solid this year, but nothing like Rodgers. Eflin holds a 3.77 ERA and has allowed a couple of runs last week against this Miami offense. The Phillies offense, however, is coming cold into this matchup. Over their last five games versus lefty pitching, they are hitting 206 batting average, 275 OBP, and only 2.5 runs per nine. The Marlins offense is heating up a little bit after a nice little week. They are in their last five versus righty pitching. They are hitting 247, 295 OBP, and 335 runs per nine. Now, both of these teams have some low first five inning run numbers, but Miami ranks fifth in the MLB at home in first five runs allowed, first five inning runs allowed with 1.58, while Philly on the road ranks in the bottom half with 2.91. Like I said, Miami's offense, they're coming in a little bit hotter. They're not, uh, you know, tearing the cover off the ball, but I like Trevor Rogers to lock them down and Miami to at least tally a couple so I'm taking for my first play, Marlins first five money line. I'm all over it right there with you, partner. You took everything out of my mouth that I could have possibly said on that play. Trevor Rogers absolutely destroying teams up and down the lineup right yeah. now. And Zach Eflin has started to see a little bit of a rocky patch here as we get towards the end of mm-hmm. May. So I am all over the Marlins first five money line with you, pal. What's your second pick of the day? All right. Second pick. Kind of staying with the same trend. Another guy that I, in the American League, like just as much as Trevor Rogers. Uh, you've got John Means on the la- on the mound today for the Orioles and Matt Shoemaker for the Twins. And I am taking the Orioles first five. Like I was saying, John Means has been as stingy as anybody in the MLB. And he's matching up against a guy who cannot say the same in Matt Shoemaker. Means enters this game with a 4-0 record and a 1.7 ERA, a .75 whip, and has allowed one walk in May over three starts. Shoemaker could not be further from the opposite. He enters with a 6.08 ERA, 15 earned run earned runs in May over 20 innings pit, 20 innings and a third innings pitch. On the season, his only good starts have come against Detroit, 11 innings, only one earned runs. If you take away those two starts partner against Detroit, he has an 8.07 ERA versus every other team. Ooh. The Twins offense has been uh, inconsistent all year long, and they have solid season numbers versus lefties. But over the last five games versus lefty pitching, they are hitting 167. I think it'll only take a couple of runs here for Baltimore to lock this one down, uh, and it might even take just one run. Uh, I will take John Means just about any day of the week on these first five, staying away from the full game because these bullpens are a little shaky. But again, I like this Orioles first five money line partner. I agree 150 percent, my man. Uh, everything as far as the bullpens, the first five numbers, everything you laid out there with a the pitching matchup as well. 
Couldn't agree more. Give him your third pick of the day. All right, third and final pick for my personal slates here. Uh, you might call me a little bit of a homer with this one. They had a rough weekend, but I am taking my White Sox at home versus the Cardinals. Another first five money line. You've got Quang Hyun Kim, left-hander for the Cardinals versus Lance Lynn, righty for the Sox. White Sox have dominated lefty pitching all season long, and they have dominated first five inning action all season long. I'm not going to let a cold weekend on the East Coast sway me from that. Lance Lynn has also been a dynamite pitcher against first five runs. Sure. Uh, the Sox, whenever they go West Coast, East Coast uh, on the road, they do have a little bit of struggles. But like I said, they're coming back home. Uh, on the season, the Sox are hitting 279 batting average, 359 OBP versus lefty pitching. That is without a doubt, the best offense against lefties in baseball. Uh, they are number one team in first five inning runs a lot, or runs scored with 3.62, and they are fourth in first five runs allowed with 1.87. Uh, Lance Lynn, as I was saying, has been a big contributor to that number. He enters this game with a 1.55 ERA and a .98 whip. Uh, Lynn has not faced many hitters in this card's lineup, but the ones he does, he has some strong numbers against, most notably... Nolan Arenado and Paul Goldschmidt. Love it. Uh, Nolan Arenado is a career two and sixteen versus Lynn one twenty five average. Goldie is four and eighteen two twenty two average versus Lynn. If you can neutralize those two guys, you've got yourself a good starting point, my man. And uh, another spot where I think it's only going to take a couple runs for the Sox to cash this first five in uh, first five run line. I would agree with you. They, uh, I know you're a little shakier on this after this weekend. They gave you a sour taste this weekend. They, uh, they gave me a sour taste in my mouth this weekend for sure. I hammered them in all three days on the first five money line, and they could not get it done against mm-hmm. the Yanks. As you alluded to, I think those East Coast matchups are a little bit tough for them. It's a little weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what the deal is with them, but uh, I do believe they kick it back into high gear after having a bit of a brain neutral weekend, if you will. Well, they got uh, they didn't take the win yesterday, but they you. You know, they finished the game with some momentum. Sure. They obviously blew it in the bottom of the ninth, but I think I can't remember if it was four nothing or four one, uh, or even three nothing. But either way, they came all the way back and tied it in the ninth with a four four tie, and then sure. uh, obviously blew it in the ninth. But we're staying away from the bullpens here, so I yeah. don't have to worry about it. We're not bullpen. worried about the late end game. We're worried about the first five. Right. So I uh, I'm right there with you too. White Sox first five money line. Now usually we would have Mr. Mags recap all of his mm-hmm. picks of the day, give them to you, but just hang on. Yep. We're going to bring that to you here in just a little while. So continuing on best bets of the day, partner gave you his, I guess it's only right that I give you some action today as well. So without further ado, it's time for my best bets of the day. And I too am bringing you three of my own picks. Now I have two MLB plays and I have one NBA play for you today. Kicking things off with my first pick, I am taking the Oakland A's first five money line against the Seattle Mariners. Now, for this matchup today, you have Yusei Kikuchi on the mound for the Mariners, and you have Frankie Montas on the mound for the Oakland A's. Now, Kikuchi has really struggled for the M's all season, and especially here as we hit the end of May, he has had serious command issues throughout the entire month, partner. Uh, three games in May, Seattle is 0-3 in Kikuchi's starts, and he's given up three 
three earned runs in each of those games. Okay. Overall, this season, Kikuchi is one and three straight up, has a 4.32 ERA, 279 OBP, and a 661 OPS. So he has been letting batters hit all around the ballpark on him. And the M's are two and three straight up in the first five innings in Kikuchi's last five starts. Now, Montas on the opposite, uh, or the opposition on the bump, rather, for the A's, he has been solid all year. And and he would have been much, much better had it not been for a few rough outings, actually two rough outings, um, one against Minnesota where he gave up six and one against the Dodgers where he gave up seven. Now, that was early in the year when both of those teams were crushing the ball. Both of those teams have now come way back down to earth. And Montas has really started to find himself again in May and especially as we get here towards the end of the month. Now, A's are three and one in Montas' last five starts overall. They would be four and zero. Oh had the bullpen not given it up against Houston in his mm. most recent start. So that is why I decided to stay with the first five instead of the full game because this A's bullpen is a little bit shaky so far this year. Montas may start so far. He's had four starts, 22 or 23 innings pitched, I apologize. 23 hits allowed, eight earned runs allowed, 20 Ks and six walks. So he's been rather dominant in the month of May. And as a matter of fact, the A's are three, one and one straight up in in the first five innings in his last five starts so he has been solid in the first five uh first five innings over their last five games overall the mariners are oh four and one straight up in the first five innings and as a matter of fact two of those games were against the terrible Detroit Tigers that you mentioned earlier in your analysis partner mm-hmm. the A's are two two and one straight up in their last five games in the first five innings and not to mention all of those games were against the Los Angeles Angels and the Houston Astros who have some high-powered offenses yep. behind them couple of key stats I'm looking at for first five inning runs per game and first five inning runs per game allowed first five inning runs per game Oakland is 20th in the MLB averaging 2.36 and has an average of 2.37 at home. Seattle is 27th in the MLB with a 1.93 average and they're averaging 2.18 away. Now, as far as first five inning runs per game allowed, this is where I'm really looking here. Oakland is 12th in the MLB with 2.30 first five inning runs per game allowed and Seattle is 29th in the MLB in first five inning runs per game allowed with an average of 3.29. They have a serious knack for giving up runs and as I told you at the top, Kikuchi has given up at least three in all three of his starts. So I think that continues. Some really key things I'm looking at for this game. Montas continues to improve as we get to the end of May. Uh, and he really gets an opportunity to improve even better against an ice cold M's team that has only um, that has actually lost seven out of their last 10 games, partner. So they are playing terrible. Mm-hmm. Kikuchi can't find himself at all. And the A's are not the team that he needs to be trying to do that against by any mean means and one final thought here the a's versus lefties this season 239 batting average 322 obp and a 4.87 run per nine inning stat line and then the mariners versus righties 200 batting average 285 obp and 4.18 runs per nine inning that all leads me to my first pick of the day the oakland a's first five money line Lock it in. I love it. Mariners are quietly one of the coldest teams in the league right now. They're absolutely terrible. And I think if you can get the A's at uh, a good price like that for the first five, lock them Mm -hmm. in all day long. Mm -hmm. 
So for my second pick of the day, I am rolling on over to the matchup between the hottest team in baseball right now, the San Diego Padres versus the Milwaukee Brewers. Now, the Padres, surprisingly, are actually coming in as an underdog in this matchup, and that is actually playing real large into why I am uh, picking this, and I'll tell you a little bit on that here in a minute. However, you got Blake Snell on the mound for the Pods and Brandon Woodruff on the mound for Milwaukee. Blake Snell has been stellar stellar in may he finally has started to find himself again after a rough start to the season minus one rough outing against the giants when they were the best team in baseball and he actually came back the very next game a few days later and shut down those exact same giants his other starts outside of that one where he gave up four earned runs to the giants in may he's only given up one earned run two earned runs and one earned runs in his three other starts so he has absolutely found himself he's had four starts pitched 19 and two-thirds innings gave up eight earned runs had 29 k's and 13 walks so he is back on track now Woodruff rather has been the Brewers workhorse all season long nobody can deny it nobody can say otherwise he has been a dominant pitcher and he's one of the best pitchers in the NL right now he actually has faced this exact same Padres team back on April the 19th where he went six innings gave up one hit gave up one earned run had seven K's and three walks now I know that seems a little scary when you hear that stat line against this same team, but that was when the Padres were ice cold at the beginning of the season. They didn't really know what they were as a team yet. And believe you me, I think Brandon Woodruff is in for a rude awakening tonight. Now, with that all being said, Some key trends I'm looking into. San Diego, 18-11 straight up after a win. They won 9-2 over Seattle yesterday. They're 12-7 straight up as an away team. 3-1 straight up as an away dog. They are 24-14 straight up on no rest. And 28-16 straight up playing a team with equal rest. They have the best record in the NL and in the MLB now at 30-17, and partner. And they have won 9 out of their last 10 games. And I think they play suit similar to the Rays and go for number 10 here this evening. Now, Milwaukee... 10 and 12 straight up after a win. They did beat Cincinnati 9 to 4 yesterday. They are 10 and 12 straight up at home, 6 and 9 straight up as a home favorite. They are 21 and 17 with no rest, and the Milwaukee Brewers are 23 and 20 playing a team with equal rest. And not to mention, they've only won four out of their last 10 games. So they are in no spot to be trying to put up runs and compete with a San Diego Padres team that has all of a sudden turned into Slam Diego again, partner. Um, Milwaukee should be favored in this matchup. I definitely think the line is correct just based off of the last uh, matchup with Woodruff against the Padres. However, as I said, the Padres are back in action you are getting some serious, serious value on the San Diego Padres at plus money. You are getting the best team in baseball at plus money. Need I say more? All of that leads me to San Diego Padres money line on the full game for my second pick. Now, I told you I had three. So I've done two. It's time for the third. This one is my NBA play of the day. And I am rolling on over to the matchup between the Miami Heat and the Milwaukee Bucks. I am locking in in this matchup the Miami Heat 
plus four and a half. Call me crazy. Call me what you will. Just listen in and let me tell you why. The Heat are 35-36-2 ATS overall this season. They are 20-17 ATS away. They are 4-0-1 ATS in their last five following a straight-up loss. 5-0 ATS in their last five conference quarterfinal games. And 6-0 ATS after allowing 100 points or more in their previous game. Now, Milwaukee on the other side of the ball, 32 and 41 ATS overall this season, 18 and 19 ATS at home, 18 and 17 ATS as a home favorite, 21 and 24 ATS on one day's rest, 16 and 22 ATS playing a team with equal rest, and they are 1 and 4 ATS in their last five. 1-7 1-7 ATS in their last six, and Milwaukee is 3-7 ATS in their last 10. They have not been the cover machines that they traditionally were. And not to mention, playing the same Miami Heat team, they're 1-7 ATS in their last eight after allowing 100 points or more in their previous game. So a couple of stats play high and play large off of each other from the varying sides mm-hmm. in this matchup. Now, some real keys that I'm seeing in here. Miami hung with the Bucks for the entire game on Saturday, and they had terrible offensive shooting from their core players. Mm-hmm. Bam Adebayo, 4 for 15 from field goal, 9 points, 12 rebounds, 5 assists. Jimmy Butler, 4 for 22, 2 for 9 from 3 points, 17 points, 10 rebounds, 8 assists. Tyler Hero, 2 for 10 from field goal, 2 for 5, 3 points, 10 points, 2 rebounds, 3 assists. Those are not the numbers of that Miami core. And if they forced overtime and lost by two points with terrible, terrible offensive output like that, what do you think they're going to do coming into this matchup tonight? Eric Spolstra has been here before. The Heat have been here before. He will have the team ready to rock and roll despite what anybody thinks or what the public thinks. And I'm sure everybody in the public is going to be rushing right to Milwaukee with this same line, yet not knowing the stat lines that I just gave you with some of the core players. The core players are really going to get this turned around tonight. I see Miami pulling off a huge, huge cover, and I'm actually thinking about a little money line sprinkle for an additional huge upset. So all of that kind of combined, especially uh, really looming large, that offensive core for Miami, just not playing the game that they really needed to play. I think that Miami gets this cover at plus four and a half very easily and maybe even the outright win. Yeah, I like it, man. I mean, I was torn on this one, but with the extra four and a half points, not only that, but you know, they their defense they have the defensive recipe to slow down Giannis and the Bucks offense. Uh so like you said, I, I don't really see Jimmy Butler especially Jimmy Butler having another game. What was it? Four for 22. Yeah. I think he's a big factor tonight. And uh, like you said, I might be interested in that money line as well. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, I just, I don't see Miami coming out and having the same issues that they did. Um, So there are my three picks of the day. Now, You might think, okay, it's time to recap. It's time to go through RMAG's best bets of the day and Colt's best bets of the day. But hold on. If you haven't been around before, you're about to find out. But if you're a longtime listener, you know what the special play is on Monday. You know what we do over here. It's time. For the Monday Madness Parlay. That's right. 
It's here. It's live. If you don't know what it is, it is a cross-sport parlay that we put together. Could be three legs, could be five legs. Hell, it could be seven legs if we want it to one day. That's why we call it madness. It gets sweaty. It gets intense. And let me tell you, we have been cashing the mess out of these special plays. Mm -hmm. Last week, a little bit of a rough special play week. But outside of that, we have been hot on these bad boys. Now, partner, today's Monday Madness Parlay is one that I am very, very excited yeah, to bring so to my. these kind people. We were both actually on these three plays right off the jump together mm-hmm. last night. So when uh, two professional handicappers tend to find themselves on the same play, tends to uh, be a good spot to put them all into a special play together. I would say so. So, I would say so. without further ado... I know you loved the first leg of the Monday Madness Parlay. Before we get into it, three legs today on Mm -hmm. the Monday Madness Parlay, and we will recap it right after this as well. So that's coming. Hold on. Hold on. So, partner, first leg of the day for the Monday Madness Parlay. What do we got? All right. First leg. It's getting started a little early here. We got a little day-night parlay coming at you. We're taking out of the MLB action, Rays Moneyline versus the Toronto Blue Jays. This Rays team is coming in scorching hot. They are looking for a four-game sweep over the Blue Jays. Um, You've got Ryan Yarbrough on the mound, I believe. It was a little undecided last night, but Ryan Yarbrough on the mound. Lefty versus Ross Stripling, right-hander for the Blue Jays. What I love most about this game is the Rays scorching hot bats versus right-handers. During their current hot streak, over their 10-game win streak, they are hitting 306 batting average 390 obp and 8.73 runs per nine last five games even better than that hitting 321 422 obp and 11.1 runs per nine innings not only is ross stripling a righty but he is having a rough time here in 2021 he is 0 and 3 with a 7.2 era and a 176 whip he has only completed five innings twice and he is coming off a six earn run outing versus boston last wednesday this is no man to slow down this red hot rays offense i like the full game over the five because tampa's bullpen has been lights out during this uh, 10 game win streak over that streak they have a 176 era 159 batting average against and a 247 obp on the flip side toronto's bullpen has a 5.12 era over their last 10 games the reds are or excuse me the rays are red hot and they still aren't catching the respect from these sports books quite yet and if you're putting uh some fresh cheddar with ross stripling on the mound i think it's going to be another light show for this rays offense I 150% agree with you there, partner. I uh, had to get on the uh, specs yeah, here. I feel, I feel a little getting bit real more, serious, uh, huh? You know, feel a little bit more smart for these kids out here. Actually, <laughs> act like I know what the hell I'm getting real about. serious out here. No, I was starting to the, all the freaking glare and everything. Had to tone stuff down mm. a little bit here with the eyes. <laughs> so there you have it. The uh, first play of the day for the Monday Madness Parlay. Partner gave it to you. The Tampa Bay Rays full game money line. Now for the second leg of the Monday Madness Parlay. We're doing a little Stanley Cup action. We're headed to the game between the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Florida Panthers, and we are very confident in the Tampa Bay Lightning money line. We are looking for them to close out the series here tonight. They have been absolutely dominating the Panthers since this uh, this first round started here. They've won 5-4, 3-1, and 6-2. And one of the matchups had to go to overtime where Florida got a lucky 6-5 overtime victory. I think the Lightning are done playing around. They're tired of goofing around with this Florida team and sitting here longer. They saw Boston advance last night. They saw 
Colorado advanced last night. They're tired of playing around. They're ready to get the job done and get on into the second round. Uh, as a matter of fact, the the Panthers are 0-4 in their last four after allowing five goals or more in this, their previous game. Lost 6-2 to on the 22nd to this same Lightning team, obviously. And the Panthers are 0-5 in their last five when their opponent scores five or more goals in their previous game. So exact same team, exact same matchup here. You love to see some stats like that. And oh, not to mention... The Lightning are 15 and 7 in the last 22 meetings between these two teams. Give us all mm-hmm. of the Tampa Bay Lightning to secure their second round playoff spot for the Stanley Cup this year and get the solid victory tonight. So for the second leg of the Monday Madness Parlay, we are taking the Tampa Bay Lightning money line. Partner you're the NBA guy around these mm-hmm. parts. I like to say I can uh, cap NBA too, but you are much, much deeper of a fan, whereas mm-hmm. I just like to read lines and win some damn money on mm-hmm. it. So for the third pick of the day, if you couldn't guess, we are taking an NBA play. Yes, sir. Partner, lay it on him. All right, third play, final game of the night, I believe. There's actually a couple of late games, so I don't know if this is the last one. But anyways, you've got Nuggets versus Blazers. We're taking the Blazers plus one and a half here. Blazers are coming in off a nice win on Saturday night over these Nuggets, and this Portland offense is rolling, my man. Over their last five games, they are tops in the league on offense, averaging 123.4 points per game. In this spot on the season as a one to two and a half point dog, the Blazers are eight and four ATS. I just like this matchup here for the Blazers. Uh, you know, the Nuggets don't really have the guards to slow down uh, Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum. Uh, so I think this Blazers offense is just going to stay a little too hot. And, uh, you know, I think it's going to be a little bit closer than it was the other night. I think the Blazers ended up winning by 14 points. I think it's going to be a single digit game here. Uh, but I think the Blazers have a good chance of getting this one done again. And and, uh, you know, nice little one-point insurance there, partner, in case we get a little buzzer-beater action, because yeah. I do think it might be that close. Yeah. Um, but all in all, I just love this Blazers offense way too much right now to not take them. I would have to agree with you. I um, I was kind of looking, and it was intriguing, the Utah, or the Utah Jazz, the Denver Nuggets, and both two high-powered teams. I always get yeah. confused. Um, but the Denver Nuggets first half uh, money line was kind of intriguing, uh, especially with the point spread being the exact same for the full game. I like Denver to come out with some urgency. Mm-hmm. I think you'll see the public slam a lot of money on their side because it is the same point total and they have been the better team all season long. However, I think that CJ McCollum and Dame Lillard looked way too comfortable against the Denver Nuggets defense. I also think that uh, a lot of the Denver Nuggets key players outside of the joker did not step up and do their job like they needed to Mm -hmm. and it didn't look like they were in a spot to where it was going to be a one game improvement which was very very surprising uh jamal murray can hoot and holler all he wants over there on the sideline but i think the blazers are going to take this one tonight and i think they're going to take the series my man yeah i agree with it and you know to hammer at home that this might be a solid play you said the nuggets might come out with some urgency Blazers are actually tops in the league at first quarter points. Well, there you go. So. There you go. So forget what I said about Well, the I agree with you that they're well, going to come out with urgency. But either yeah. way, being facetious. <laughs> just a little facetious for you. So there you have it. Monday Madness Parlay. Now you might say, Colt, Armax, we didn't have our sportsbook app out. We didn't have our pens and paper out. What, what the hell are we going to do? How, how do we remember your plays? Ah, sorry, you're shit out of luck. 
Gotta go back and listen, I guess. Gonna have to go back and listen. Ah, get the hell out of here. We never do that shit to you. Let's recap today's best bets of the day. Here we go. Ooh, there we go. All right, Mr. Armax. We have your three plays right around in that general vicinity over there. It's a little hard when you're looking mm-hmm. into the to the cam, right? Um, but we have for Mr. Armax, Marlins first five money line, Orioles first five money line, and the Chicago White Sox, his Homer Domer team, first five money line. For my best bets of the day, we have the Oakland A's first five money line, the San Diego Padres full game money line, and the Miami Heat plus four and a half. And then over down in the corner there, you see the Monday Madness Parlay, the Rays money line, the Lightning money line, and the Blazers plus one and a half. Now, you parlay all three of those bad boys together. They might be around plus 550 to plus 590. Anywhere in there, you're going to get it. Hammer it home and get that juicy boy locked oh, yeah. in. Now, as always, hammer them home. Lock them in. Sprinkle a little bit of dough down. Whatever you like to say. Just get them in at whatever the current best line you're finding them at on your favorite sports book. There you have it. Killed it. We have the best bets of the day. Now, you might see down here in the corner, mm. the money line there. dice. The money line dice are on a record of 6-10 and 10 right now. They have made a bit of a slide. and they made a mess of last week. They made a real mess of last week. And I mentioned them a little bit here at the top of the episode. And... Uh, since you got all of our best bets, we might as well bring in our good friends, the Moneyline Dice, for today's Moneyline Dice roll. Now, hey, haven't ever got to see this. Ooh, Beautiful, baby. nice little carrying pouch. Let me, first time you guys get to live see the Moneyline Dice, you've been listening to us roll dice on a podcast for how long? <laughs> how long have you been listening to us a do this? little ASMR, you never now, know. Hey, a little ASMR, who knows? But now... You get to see the Moneyline Dice live in action. They are here. They have made their first live official YouTube appearance. So just so you know, I'm not lying. There's your home and away dice. There is your Moneyline and your ATS dice. You can hardly see it. I'll be sure to come up to the camera so you guys will see it. Just Mm -hmm. wait. And then we also have our over-under dice. Now... Dice were a little shaky last week, as we kind of been saying, so we're going to stay away from that over-under, Yep. and we're just going to let them tell us who they think is going to win, either on the money line or on the puck line. Oh, got a little ahead of myself there, but that's okay, because today's role is for an NHL mm. matchup, why go. I said puck line. <laughs> so today's dice roll is for, or between rather, the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Montreal Canadiens, the Habs. This one should be a tight contest. Uh, I think this line, me personally, is a little bit too big for the Leafs, especially with the Canadians playing at home. Um, But also, the Leafs could stay hot, even with the injuries and some of the the rough start that they've had here to the playoffs, losing John Tavares and uh, having to kind of revamp their lineup. Don't let me mumble. Don't let me go on. I'm not this the one the dice making the jump. pick. This is the dice I'm not segment. doing this. So without further ado, they are here. They are live, and they are ready to make their first live YouTube roll. Let me scoot back here just a little bit. Now, for the first roll, as always, if you've never seen it, if you've never heard it, the first roll we do is for the home team or the away team. Now, the Toronto Maple Leafs are the away team, mm-hmm. as I said here at the, the top of the segment, and the Montreal Canadiens are the home team. Now, 
The Leafs are coming in as the favorite right around minus 162 right now. And the Habs are coming in as the dog right around plus 143. So that's right about where you're going to see them. So let's get right into it. For the first roll, we're going home or away. Are we going with the Leafs? Are we going with the Habs? Moneyline Dice, don't do us wrong on the first YouTube live roll, you sons of bitches. Here we go. In coming in hot this week. Come on, Dice. In a one. Okay. That is the home team. That is the home team. I'm not moving it. You see me just that go is right home here. Team. see it just like this, so I'm just going to set it right like that. Montreal. And for the second, are we going Montreal plus one and a half on the puck line? Are we going Montreal halves to get the outright win on the money line in a three, in a two, in a one? That's the ATS. puck line. Yes, so we are line. taking the puck line. The dice have really liked the puck line. Uh, Let's see partner, what those odds here. I'm going to pull that odds, up real quick. I will come up to you guys real quick so you can see these real fast. Partner, check them out. Let's see what we got. Let's see. Let's see. Montreal plus one and a half at minus 190. Oh, yeah, that's right on camera there. Nice. Oh, yeah. Moneyline Dice, first official appearance, (laughs) are live and rocking and rolling, my friends. So, my man, the real question is, are we staying true to the dice or is it time to fade the dice? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, You know, I think I got to stay true to the dice. I'm staying true. I'm staying true as well, man. They've been testing our patience. They've been seeing who's a true rider or not. If you jumped off the bandwagon, they're about to, uh, you know, they're about to slap you in the face. They're about to give you the old old middle finger, Mm -hmm. if you will, with this selection tonight. So for today's Moneyline Dice Roll, you saw them live in the flesh for the first time. We're not making it up. We're not just out here making sound effects and picking random plays. (laughs) They're real. They're in the flesh. And oh. Before I get into that, the pick today, Montreal Canadiens, plus one and a half. What I was going to say, if you want your own set of Moneyline dice, handy little carrying case right along there with it. Actually, I don't know where my carrying case went now. Threw it somewhere. However, if you want your own or any of the other amazing merchandise that the Moneyline Dice Company has, we have the hookup for you. Now, went ahead and dropped down in this episode's description the Moneyline Dice website and the code. So, head on over to MoneylineDice.com. They have a bet tracking book. They have an MMA scorecard for crying out loud. They have the Moneyline Dice and they got some sick merchandise that you can wear and rock that Moneyline Dice mm-hmm. crispy, crispy logo. Now, head on over there. Fill up your cart with all the goodies that you want. Get to checkout. And you're going to enter code TTL10, TTL10 at checkout. And that is going to get you 10% off your first order on MoneylineDice.com. So instead of just going out there, trying to find some random picks, buying some random guy's Mm -hmm. picks for the day, hop on board with the Moneyline Dice, real affordable, and you get a nice discount thanks to the TTL crew. Yes, sir. So go ahead. Get your own money line dice, and while you're at it, lock in the Habs plus one and a half for today's roll of the day. There you have it, partner. Holy smokes, we did it! Got Our the first slate. official live stream. We did it. We got through all of our best bets of the day. Your best bets. My best bets. We gave you the Monday Madness Parlay and the Moneyline Dice made their first official appearance. Now, if you haven't ever been to a TTL podcast, we are sports 
fanatics. Mm -hmm. We are very much sports gambling fanatics, but we also like to give you a little bit of our hot takes and some of our insights within the sports world. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, we like to kick it on down into first gear, Mm -hmm. sit back in a chair a little bit, not be blasting you with numbers, and just give you a little fun content to watch, a little something to laugh at, and hear our takes for everything that is currently going on in the world of sports. Now, we used to call it the Banter Minutes, but live now, for the first time ever, the second half of the TTL podcast kicks off for today's episode on May 24th, 2021. With today's rants and reactions, they are live, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, partner, let me take a deep breath here. You guys are looking beautiful out there. Let me toss that to the side. Don't need that anymore. All right. Well, hey, let me uh, click on over here for concurrence. Hey, to all four of you guys watching right now, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We can't tell you how much we appreciate it. We know a bunch of you more will come and watch the video later. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of you have already reached out like, yo, we're busy at nine. We'll do this, but we'll tune. Hey, it's all good. We we can't thank you guys enough for being here live and in prime time joining us for our first official episode. Man, oh man. um, What a weekend, man. Wow. What an absolute weekend. What a damn weekend. weekend. Uh, Before we dive into that. Man, oh man, I, uh, we're here prime time, mm-hmm. live, locked and loaded, five days a week. You will catch us here every single day, Monday through yep. Friday. We ain't going nowhere, and we're going to start rolling out new content right before your eyes. Mm-hmm. But let's get into it today. We uh, did have quite the weekend yep. of uh, not only sports, but sports gambling, too, in general, partner. Yeah. I mean, just across the board, um, big news coming out this weekend, obviously, the PGA Championship. Philly Mickelson becomes the oldest player in PGA history at the age of 50 to win a major championship. What do you think about that, partner? It was as I I couldn't have imagined that tournament going any better as far as an enjoyment standpoint. I mean, you know, like obviously he wasn't in the field, but Tiger Woods is really the only one that it's more of a pleasant surprise that he's at the top of the leaderboard and you want to root for more. Right. But I mean, man, the dude, everyone else seemed to have their struggles, you know, if uh, if they strung a few along and then they dropped right back down if phil had any little blips in the road he was right back at it the next hole with a nice mm-hmm. little birdie but uh i really thought kepka was going to make a better run for it but he I uh he ran out of steam there he had some knee issues um his putter was not working and i i don't know if it's legit or not but i think he might have had trouble like reading the greens because his knee was so messed up mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's but, funny uh, actually that you say that Brooks was awful pissed off about this hooping and hollering crowd and that knee of his. Yeah. Uh, it came out this morning that if you saw the 18th green, the yeah. scene that you should pretty much hang up in the Louvre for crying mm-hmm. out loud. I mean, we are, uh, we're back. We're yeah. back for crying out loud. I mean, you see that many people huddled around an 18th green. We're back. COVID's yeah. over. You might as well consider it done. But. <laughs> They lost control of that crowd at some point in time when it got about halfway down that fairway. And if you watched it close, some fans started grabbing Phil and like it was really kind of a tense situation. And then he stopped and started to take deep breaths and breathe in and Mm -hmm. breathe out. And he finally makes it to the 18th green. And we're like, where's Brooks? Where where the hell is Brooks? Phil's been up here lining up his Mm -hmm. shot for the last three minutes. Where's Brooks? Well, all of a sudden Brooks emerges out of the sea of people. Seriously. And it comes out. That people were grabbing him too, and actually re-aggravated and re-injured 
that knee. Again. Yeah, I can't imagine it was intentional, but goodness great. Because, I mean, everyone loves Brooks. Uh, you know, he's one of the more well-liked guys as far as a fan standpoint. But, uh, yeah, they got to they gotta figure something out for those monster uh, crowds at the end of, the, end of these tournaments. 100%. And here's a rant from me. When y'all get back out there, you get all into the world, the wide open, we're coming back, sporting events mm-hmm. are happening. Be a decent human yeah. being. I'm watching this PGA yesterday, and you'd have thought some of these guys had never seen a golf ball fly through the air in their right. life. I'm talking, it would hit the ground on a dead sprint to the golf ball and stand on it and look at it. Yeah. Let's take a step back. Let's relax. Let's let these players actually play the game. They're just as excited to see you as you are them, Mm -hmm. but you are going to throw them off their game and fuck up a great performance Mm -hmm. if you continue to do what you're doing. So we need to pull back the reins just a little bit. I mean, and and, and let's let's screw our heads back on just a tiny bit. People don't know how to handle themselves. I mean, I tell you, we get the dang cutie over, man. Everybody's out here just losing their hot Mm -hmm. damn minds. I tell you, man. Yeah. But uh, we uh, also got Charles Schwab Open coming up this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Memorial that, Tournament right yeah, after that one. That one's yeah, a nice yeah, one. Yeah, that yeah, one's that always one. a nice so, one. So uh, definitely some good golf coming up. We'll be sure to get you guys some uh, plays. And one final thought there on the PGA Championship. Shout out Zach Schultz. I know uh, man put a little lump of cash down on Philly Mickelson okay. on Saturday afternoon and was able to cash that ticket. So congrats nice. to you, my man. I did and, a little... Uh, Middle of round three, I took Phil like plus 200 to finish round three as the round three leader. Okay. So that was nice. So cashing tickets all across the board. Um, Outside of that, nothing else super major in the world of PGA. Now, speaking of a little bit of quarantine, a team that it almost looked like their season was over. Mm -hmm. It almost looked like they might get the COVID, get the Rona, and their whole playoff run is done. Yep. But the Colorado Avalanche have prevailed. They became the first team to advance to the second round of the Stanley Cup playoffs last night, quickly followed by the Boston Bruins topping the Washington Capitals 4-1. to one. Both those series were never close, and both those teams now find themselves in very solid positioning, looking from the inside out, yeah, relaxing. Uh, that Brewers or Bruins-Capitals series, I really, after the first couple of games, I thought it was going to be a six, seven-game series, yeah. but the yeah. Bruins turned it around, and I mean, Avs, Avs made pretty light work of those St. Louis Blues. That was yeah. uh, not a playoff team. No, not at all. I'm I'm pretty sure they won all four of their games by at least two goals. Uh, they won by. I, that was by a, by honestly of all the series. That was the one that I didn't tune into. Yeah, at they all. just they obliterated them like nobody's business. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you got those teams. Two teams already in. Uh, we mentioned it in our best bets. The uh, Lightning have a shot to advance to the second round themselves today with a victory over the Florida Panthers. Um, the Jets also have the opportunity tonight as well after Edmonton let them battle all Choke the way job. back in the game Choke from job. a four to one lead and beat them five to four in overtime. Ugh. They don't deserve this game. I think the Jets move through tonight on back-to-back games, especially going back into Winnipeg. And now the Jets are, are sitting in a beautiful spot. Yeah, Oilers, Oilers are cooked, man. That one was a rough beat for my Saturday yeah. or Sunday evening. 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Vegas also has a shot tonight against the Minnesota Wild. If they get that victory, they're into the second round. So things really, really heating up in the Stanley Cup right now. And then uh, you got the series tied between the Pens and the Islanders. Mm-hmm. 2-2 right now. Game tonight to see who takes the third. And then you got the series between the Leafs and the Habs tied at one apiece right now. So we'll see who takes game or takes the two-game lead uh, this evening. So Stanley Cup playoff hockey has been e Electric. Yeah. I mean, uh, there's been so many overtimes, and yesterday's Carolina versus Nashville, double yeah. OT. Yeah. Last second, two, three minutes left to go mm-hmm. in double OT. Get it in the center, in the crease, shot. See you later. Everybody erupts. Taylor Lewan out there slamming beers. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is electric. Podcaster Taylor Lewan. Yeah, podcaster Taylor Lewan. <laughs> if you saw me on Twitter, I quoted that, and I was like, podcaster. Are we just going to forget he's the yeah. best offensive tackle in the game? Like, we just forget he does that now because he tore his ACL um, but it was electric yeah. in Nashville yesterday but I mean looking at these potential second round matchups this second round might even be better than the first round yeah you might you got a potential Avs Vegas uh, matchup Bruins versus the winner of the Pens and Islanders I'd be down with either one of those teams <laughs> yeah, the Islanders seriously. Islanders have been holding their own and looking good against the Pens the Pens obviously have been solid they could give the Bruins a run for their money and then uh, over there in the central Still kind of, uh, what the hell's going on? Who's going to pull ahead? Yeah, hopefully he's going to get it done. I don't want to see the predators in that second no, round they I, will uh, they will get obliterated by the yeah. lightning if they see the lightning mm. in the second round so i really hope it's the canes i hope the canes get canes themselves and together. that'll be a good series yeah. hopefully absolutely so that's uh rocking and rolling right along speaking of playoffs we got other playoffs mm-hmm. going on we got the nba playoffs happening live and in prime time uh you know one of my plays today was coming from the miami versus milwaukee game yep so that was uh rather solid um one of the key matchups um, that I really, really, really liked this weekend was the uh, Grizzlies versus the Jazz. Yeah, man. Uh, Grizzlies might uh, make a run at that series, man. I think so, too. To win outright as plus eight underdogs? Yeah. I, I mean, mean, wow. You've got, uh, it sounds like Donovan Mitchell might be coming back, but I might even be a little worried about whether it's his own rust or team chemistry rust. Ah. That's a sketchy situation for them. And uh, John Morant and Dylan Brooks look like they are primed for NBA playoff action. They are not blinking in this uh, adversity. And, uh, you know, they took it, uh, I don't want to say easily, but... uh, (laughs) Pretty damn convincingly. (laughs) Pretty convincingly, at least, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, we had a little bit of an opposite. The Well, I guess kind of the same. The public was all over the Knicks. Mm -hmm. And we saw Ice Tray flooded come and drop a dagger on the heads of the Knicks win that 107-105 in MSG. Yeah, what a game, Ooh. man. What Ooh. a damn game. Ooh. I am so excited for the rest of that series. Get this. Get this. I have I had Knicks money line, uh-huh. right? I, we both had Knicks money line. Yeah. We loved them. I hopped on FanDuel right before the game started. Saw worldwide wob Rob Perez, my man. Mm-hmm. Absolutely love him. I said, "Dang, he's got a super boost on there." Dang, it's Knicks to win and Atlanta to score under 106 and a half. You just heard what I said. Rough beat. Terrible beat. Absolutely brutal. So I lost the Knicks and I lost that super boost. And uh, it was by that much. And you know, if the Knicks hit that 107 shot, put them up 107, 105, both those bets hit. So, Mm -hmm. hey. Welcome to gambling. What are you going to do? Welcome to gambling, what baby. Are you so do? there was uh, nothing but but solid NBA playoffs. Yeah, all these games all were decent. Weekend. I mean, the Suns 
handled the Lakers pretty convincingly. Yep. I know a lot of people are expecting that. There's a lot of people who were on the Suns yesterday, but still on the Lakers for the entire series. A little scary, though. CP3 could have been out, man. It looked pretty, Yeah, he it messed up scary. his shoulder. He it did mess scary. up his shoulder. But even still, Devin Booker looks like he is going to be the real deal. I mean, yeah. he, we know he's the real deal. It looks yeah. like he's going to show up as the yeah. real deal in this <laughs> right. series. And DeAndre Ayton against Anthony Davis looked like... Uh, the guy that he uh, was meant to be when he was drafted into this league, my man. And, uh, you know, these Suns held on to that 10-point lead that pretty much for the entire second half, yeah. it felt like. I know. It was uh, it was pretty much a dominant performance through and through from the Suns. Uh, the Mavs got the up- upset win over the Clippers, which was huge. Yeah. Um, the Wizards were trying to get it done against the 76ers yesterday, but uh, just barely couldn't get it done. If you had the Wizards plus eight, as me and my partner both did, you cashed that mm-hmm. bad boy by one point. Yep. You absolutely love when those NBA games come down to the wire. Um, you're sweating it the entire game. And then it's that last 30 seconds. That's like, okay, miss a shot, miss a shot. Okay, make a shot. Make no, whoa, whoa, wait, miss, miss that one. Yep. I, that's what I love so yep. much about NBA betting. It's it's electric in the last 30 seconds, minute of the game. Well, uh, the one on Saturday, I tweeted about it. One of my favorite random ass things about gambling is rooting for a team. Like I had Heat plus four and a half, I think it was, or mm-hmm. five. I don't remember when it finished as. You're rooting for that team for 99% of the game, and then it's a tie game with right. the opposite team having the ball with two seconds left, and you're rooting for the other team to hit a buzzer beater. Right. <laughs> so you flip in the last second. It's just a random quirk thing about gambling, yeah. but... Uh... I love it every single day. Absolutely. Absolutely, (laughs) man. So we got some serious, serious NBA playoffs uh, rolling in hot and heavy. We should have some action-packed games tonight with Milwaukee, Miami, and then uh, promptly following that, Portland and Denver. So make sure you're locked into those because just like the NHL has been insane, so has the NBA playoffs Mm -hmm. so far. I don't think one game out of the NHL or NBA playoffs so far has been a game where I'm like, I could have done without that. I think just that Celtics Nets game. Sure. Yeah. yeah. That seems like pretty much a pretty much a wrap. But other yeah, than that, well, the Celtics came out early and came out right. hot, so it looked a little intriguing. Yeah, you're not. But wrong. Uh, then the Nets absolutely stomped on them. Yeah, so you're not wrong. that was the end of that. Um, that does it for playoffs. And why don't we cover one of the other last sports here that mm-hmm. we got? MLB, our favorite teams, the Cubbies and the Sox. We got to recap a little bit of their weekend. Now, uh, partner, your socks coming off a three-game skid. Little, uh, little, what the hell? A little bit of a rough weekend, as I was what already mentioning. Things can get weird for the Sox for whatever reason on these East and West Coast. So. Hey, but they get to go home now, start a three-game series against the Cardinals. You're right. We'll see what they do. I think they do have a rebound. I like your play today. I think they do have an opportunity mm-hmm. to get things right yeah, here today. Yeah, first, I mean, Rodon was lights out on Friday. Uh, you know, the offense just couldn't come through. Bullpen gave it up there at the end. And yep. uh, same thing with yesterday. Bullpen, uh little... Uh, and it's really annoying because the Sox bullpen supposed to be really solid, but uh, they've been uh, their top guys have not been as uh, as good as they advertised quite yet. Yeah, hopefully that'll turn around because I like you a lot better when mm. uh, your Sox are winning partners. Yeah. So <laughs> we're still still in first place still, in the division. Still playing, uh, still playing absolutely great baseball. Uh, my Cubbies. To many surprise, uh, to much surprise also, last night got the dub over the Cardinals in the 10th, won it 2-1, to one. Mm-hmm. and uh, I, uh, I, I'm i with you, I, I'm sorry, I know, I know it hurt, I know you had the Cardinals to win and Ian have to record a hit and both of them lost. I did, and on <laughs> Saturday I actually took your Cubs and that was the one that they lost, the, uh, I can't remember what happened on Friday, but Saturday and Sunday's was... Friday they won. 
I know. Was it a close game, though? No, they they piped. Okay, okay. They piped I, I, I stayed away from that one. And then yeah. from Saturday and Sunday, I was watching those games, and those were good games. Yeah. But I was on the wrong side of both of them. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah, I took uh, I took Cubbies all three games because I really liked the pitching matchup. Obviously, they went 2-1 and one this weekend. Got the day off today, so no Cubby check-in. You won't see any of that from me on Twitter. Probably bring it back to you live tomorrow as we go to Pittsburgh to pay play the P-Roots on a three-game series. Uh, coming up here and then we promptly go to visit the Cincinnati Reds so Mm. some uh, solid games with a lot of potential to win and uh, get my Cubbies into a much much better position in the NL Central here I mean you need our help this uh, start of the week yes I do yes I do so I would really hope that your uh, Sox put the whoop down on the Cardinals that'd be real nice yeah coming back home I'm I'm seeing a nice little bounce back here I do too I do too Um, wrapping up the weekend of sports and what was an absolutely Huge weekend of sports. The UFC had quite the fight night card. If you missed it, you got to stop. You got to stop. Just go get you ESPN Plus for $4.99. Hey, there's a free promo ESPN Plus, son of a... Either way, get you ESPN Plus subscription, and you're going to get all of these fight nights for free. Now, we don't stream the UFC main cards at all we buy them every time Mm -hmm. um but either either way the one uh this past weekend the fight night was absolutely electric um some of the fights if you didn't see court mcgee against claudio silva court mcgee for the first time in his ufc career looked pissed off he looked mad and he looked like he wanted to win that fight and court mcgee got the unanimous decision and he dominated he has been one of my favorite fighters since he came into the ufc a few years back uh, i think it's been a little over five or six years now maybe a little bit more but i was so so happy to see court mcgee and i think now court mcgee is going to be a name that you guys are going to start hearing in the ufc and start making some waves uh definitely 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 in that welterweight division i don't know if he's going to get to a point where he'll get a shot against kamaru uh but that being the case I still think he uh, makes a little bit of a push here in the uh, yeah, one, I mean, 170 if, uh, division. Usman runs through that division like he is, the way yeah. it's going. I mean, there's going to be a lot of people yeah. that might have shot. Absolutely. Uh, the Ben Rothwell versus Chris Barnett fight. Chris Barnett, 5'9 heavyweight. Mm-hmm. That was absolutely really? insane. Fighting out of Atlanta. Um, that He looked so, so... I mean, I mean, you look at him even on yeah, the screen there. I mean, here. he looked so mismatched. Ben Rothwell, he was great on the feet for a little while, and then Ben Rothwell took him down. Absolutely dominated and got the submission ben rothwell returned to form he has now won 52 fights i believe or 30 some fight that was his 52 50 second pro fight oh yeah 39 and 13 yeah and most guys don't even come close to uh making that i mean you think about the jacques you think about the tony ferguson's the cowboys all those guys that are really starting to get up there and are starting to get beat now with the changing of the guards Ben Rothwell's continuing to do it in the yeah. heavyweight division. So first submission win in five years for the man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. If you took it, I hope you did. I told you this was going to be my best bet on the card and one that I was really watching. Jack Hermanson versus Edmund Shabazian. Uh, Jack Hermanson came in in that first round. And let me tell you, folks, I was sweating. Shabazian was tapping him up. He was throwing that jab out there. He was keeping the range. And not to mention, Hermanson said after the fight, 
yeah, I don't know where the hell my timing was in the first round. I felt embarrassed. I didn't know what I was doing. The whole experience felt brand new to me. And then he probably came out in rounds two and three, remembered that he is a grappler and dominated, dominated Edmund on the ground for the rest of the fight, got the unanimous decision victory. So absolutely love to see that for Jack. Um, With him being at middleweight now, uh, or uh, 185, yeah, he's always been at middleweight, um, 185. I just depending on how this shakes up with Izzy and Vittori fighting here in a couple of weeks and kind of how some of these other matchups kind of shake up, you know, I wouldn't mind a Robert Whitaker versus Jack Hermanson fight. Okay. I, I wouldn't mean, he's mind coming it one up, damn bit. No question. Man. Yeah, I wouldn't mind it one damn bit. The Joker is one of my favorite fighters in the welterweight division. Uh, you had Ricardo Ramos versus ba- Bill Algio. Bill Algio one of my favorite fighters. I made a promise to myself I wouldn't bet against Brazilians. I did it anyway. Ricardo Ramos got <laughs> Ricardo Homas. I'm going to say it correctly. Got the victory. Um, it wasn't super dominant, but it was just enough and enough submission mm-hmm. attacks, enough uh, ground game, enough stuff where he got the victory. Now, I also said not betting against Brazilians. So I took Norma Dumont against a heavy favorite in Felicia he Spencer. Did. Guess who won? Norma Dumont. You got that so one. for me, to you, word to the wise. Don't bet against Brazilians in UFC. I don't care if they're a dog, if they're a favorite. Hammer in the Brazilians. Anytime I've bet against Brazilians since the start of 2021, I have lost. I don't know what it is, but the Brazilians are taking over in 2021. How so does just, country in the, in the a, sport? Just a little something to think about, you know, outside of those Kazakhstani yeah, guys. Because yeah, yeah, those yeah, sons of bitches definitely. grow up wrestling and fighting bears. Mm-hmm. So they're like five years old fighting 700 pound oh, yeah. bears. They don't yeah. give a shit. But. Brazilians absolutely love them. Uh, the Justin Taffa Jared Vandera fight was killer. Uh, Jared Vandera looked like oh my I mean, god, it, it, it looked like he had been in a car crash, and the the cut was that dog that yeah. dog on big. I mean, it, it was disgusting. It, 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 he was just leaking. He caught him right on one of the veins, and he was just leaking, leaking, leaking. And actually, Jared Vandera got that. Got, the, got win. Unanimous, yeah. got the unanimous. Yeah, unanimous. That was which so was disgusting, insane. though. Uh, Carla Esparza shut a lot of people up. Had a dominant, dominant TKO victory from the crucifix position over Yan Zhao Nan. Uh, Yan was coming on a four-fight win streak, absolutely obliterating uh, some of the strawweight division. And Carla said, ho, 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 sweetheart. I was a champion around these parts one time, mm-hmm. and I'm going to try and go get my belt back from Rose. And she did it in dominant fashion, got it done early, yeah. early, early, early. And then... Uh, much to my uh, my dismay, Cody Garbrandt did not have the return um, that I was anticipating. Now, something positive. When Cody got hit, when he was taking big bombs, he didn't do usual Cody shit. He didn't bite down on the mouthpiece, right. start throwing bombs, putting the head down. He stepped back. He felt the cage. He's growing. Finally, at 29 years old, finally being in, fighting for the belt three times, he's finally starting to uh, get himself in the cage. That was what I was most impressed about, even though I I knew that Rob Font probably had the better striking, probably Mm -hmm. had the better hands. I was thinking that Cody might be able to catch him with something like that. But to see Cody come out with that game plan against a much more dominant striker, which he knew he couldn't get the takedown. He wasn't going to get the takedown the whole fight. So he just had to play defensively. Um, I would count Cody out by any means yet. No, definitely uh, not. He had to battle COVID. He had pneumonia. Like he had some other stuff with his gut. I mean, he hasn't, he's been out of the UFC for legitimate reasons. He hasn't just mm-hmm. been taking time off. Like his whole last year has been a clusterfuck. His, his body health wise has been destroyed. Right. The fact that he even got back into the cage this past weekend was huge. 
And the fact that he made the adjustments he did, even more huge. So I look forward to Cody getting back in the cage again. I mean, he's only 12 and 4, and he's 29 years old. He's yeah. got a long, long time to go in the UFC. And so does Rob Font. I think Rob yeah. Font deserves a high ranking and uh, potentially a shot at that Bantamweight strap. Yeah, he looked good, man. We'll he see what, we'll see what happens uh, after Figueredo Moreno, too. Uh, who they want to yep. give that to, but I'm also looking forward to that. That should be an absolute scrap. Moreno was the only only guy so far that's made Figueredo even question right. his game plan. Had him thrown off the entire time, so that should be a really, really interesting one to watch. Uh, this upcoming weekend, we do have another fight night coming to you live and in the flesh. Uh, I know Walt Harris is fighting on that one. I watched, Oh, yes, Jarzino Rosenstroik, Rosenstroik versus Augusto Sakai. That should be ridiculous. Walt Harris versus Marcin Tibera. Ridiculous ridiculous um anything else i'm seeing right from the jump uh tom breeze antonio arroyo should be solid and oh tanner boser coming back fighting elir latifi that should be a bomb fest in the heavyweight division tanner boser i believe in his four last fights three of them have been by knockout so they have been electric and uh latifi is also solid in and of himself um montana de la rosa making a return this up uh upcoming weekend and outside of that lot of uh young names trying to make a way in the ufc so there you have it for the ufc this past weekend's fight night and the one upcoming as always we'll obviously bring you some ufc fight night bets on friday's episode of the show uh we'll also bring you some charles swab invitational and the memorial day classic uh coming up probably wednesday i would say wednesday's yeah, episode because usually when we start recording on thursday the the, uh, the guys have already yeah, teed off. Action's so, already underway. Yep. So that's already going on. So we'll be sure to bring you all of that. Uh, wrapping up today's rants and reactions with a little bit of TTL news and updates. Obviously, we are live on YouTube. What the fuck? I am blown away. We're right here. We're showing up. We're I, rolling. I, uh, I'm I'm still uh, blown away that we've been here for hour and 11 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, rocking and rolling. It feels like it's been about 30 seconds. So, partner, I think uh, we'll keep doing a few more of these. Yeah, why not? Yeah, we'll keep coming back. We'll keep coming back. I don't find myself going anywhere anytime soon. Um, We're just going to keep improving this. If you guys have any, any, hey, what's up, Zach? Thanks for stopping in the the chat. We are speaking of which we always will have the, um, the chat open. So if you guys, Mm -hmm. you guys hear something that we say in our analysis, or you hear something we say in the rants and reactions, you want to know more, you want to know why we picked out uh, this specific stat, anything at all that live chat's going to kind of turn into our um fan questions something something of that nature and we also plan on bringing back fan question friday or at least fan questions in some facet with especially with some of these bigger and better capabilities now that we're on youtube and uh we'll we plan to be on twitch here rather soon as well um do a little bit of gaming a little mm-hmm. side shows on there you can um, see me uh, whoop on Colton's and NHL, MLB, NBA, Madden. Wow. He's just naming PGA. random games. He doesn't know what he's doing. Don't listen all. to this guy. Don't listen to this guy. He's going to be paying me every single game we if play. We, uh, so. If we had a camera guy here, he would uh, turn the camera over to Mr. Colton's PlayStation 3 over there that he practices <laughs> on over there. Yes, uh, folks. He uh, he did he did just burn the <laughs> shit out of me there, so I will own up to it. I do own a PlayStation 3. I do not have a new generation console i am an old soul and when something treats me well i treat it well i keep it going and you're damn right 
every single game from circa 2010 still plays on that bad boy. Can you say that about your shitty-ass scratched PS5 disc that you didn't take care of from last week? <laughs> nobody I uses discs think anymore, so. dude. Oh, well, nobody uses discs nobody anymore. Uses News to me. They do fucking anymore. downloads. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck ever. I still got my disc. You got your downloads. One of these here days, maybe uh, I'll come into the maybe. 21st One of these century. Days. Uh, maybe but PlayStation now, 7. Who uh, knows? Maybe, maybe at some point in time. But for now, I'm sticking with that. Um, so needless to say, we have so much content coming at you guys. Um, now that we are live on YouTube, that was our biggest thing that we wanted to get accomplished. Um, just being live in prime time to you guys, you can connect with us more, um, get our analysis live straight up and, uh, be able to also get in podcast version and then come back and see the video, uh, any at later points once we're done with the show. So this has been accomplished. Now it's time to put the hammer down. We got some serious stuff coming for you guys. Um, as a reminder, Stay locked in uh, to all of our social medias. Uh, be sure you visit the link tree down in the description. Um, that will have my social media, RMAG social media, all of the TTL social media, where you can find us all on every single podcast directory, our newsletter, um, which will soon be having some adjustments announced soon, and everything else under the sun uh, that is in relation to the TTL crew. So make sure you check all of that out so you can stay up to date because from here on out, boys and girls... We ain't going nowhere, and we are rocking. We've been uh, behind the scenes, uh, only hearing our voices for about the last uh, well, three months. Going going on uh, three months, podcast wise. Here, four months. We've been doing this now uh, full time. And what would it be? Just about six months here, uh, coming up in June, and then uh, all the planning and everything. Geez, we've been at that for uh, eight, ten months so we'll right getting getting real close to around a year here so mm. um we don't plan on going nowhere we ain't gonna go nowhere nope. and we are going to keep making this bigger and better for each and every one of you so tell your friends tell your neighbors tell your brothers tell your uncles we are here to stay and we're gonna be cashing tickets every single day and bringing you more sports gambling content and more sports content that you would have not have ever even imagined was possible so there we have it. There's some TTL updates for you. There's our rants and reactions for this beautiful Monday, May 24th, 2021. Now, if you have never been to an episode of the TTL pod or TTL show, kind of struggling with what the hell I should actually call it now that we're a live show, but we're also a podcast, but we're also an episode. Either way, you know what the hell I'm talking about. If you haven't been to an episode of TTL before, one thing that I always like to do to close it out is uh, something a little special, give you a little motivation, a little inspiration, something that you can't find on any other media outlet, for some reason, nobody wants to give you any inspiration or any type of kick in the ass to get you through your day, a little something to get the mind going. So that's where I come in. I finish off the pod with a little thing that I like to call Colts Motivation Minutes. Now... Um, we've been having some pretty solid ones over the past yeah. uh, couple days, couple weeks. I've uh, been rolling out some real good and got some really good feedback. Um, so today, oh, excuse me. Um, today I wanted to um, 
give you guys another one of uh, kind of my quotes that I've formulated, also kind of added to it um, a little bit for lack of a better term, and then give you some of the perspective and uh, some of the thoughts behind that and hopefully get you ready to rock and roll for this beautiful Monday. So for today's Motivation Minutes, the quote of the day is something that is easy to do is also something that is easy not to do. Now think about that for a minute. And think about it at a very, very minuscule level. Something as simple as taking out the trash Mm -hmm. or doing your dishes or getting up in the morning and making your bed first thing. They're very easy. They're very simple. They don't take a lot of effort. But for some reason in the brain, our brain likes to tell us that it takes so much effort to get all of these things done. So then we just play into that and say, ah, do it later. It's just as easy to say, eh, I'll figure it out and keep putting it off as it is to take the five seconds and actually do that task. Now, when you think about this, this is all discipline. This all comes down to you and you. There is nobody that is going to tell you that you need to wash your dishes if you're a grown-ass adult. There's nobody that's going to be in your ear when you pop out of bed in the morning to make your bed. There's nobody that when you get done washing your hands in the sink, instead of leaving water all over the place, just wipe it up, wipe it up a little bit. Sorry, getting a little crazy with the hands, (laughs) but it comes down to those small decisions. And when you actively seek to make those decisions, instead of pushing it to the side, I'll do it later. Ah, it's easy. It's easy. I'll, I'll, I'll save it for later. The more you choose not to do that, and make the hard choice of, I'll get it done now. You find out how easy it is, and then you find out how much more you can apply that on in your life. If you take the simple actions of becoming disciplined in the everyday moments, when you have, I'll go back to the dishes example, when you finish lunch, instead of throwing your plate in the sink and soaking it, which is a bunch of horse in my mind, don't care what you think, but there is no such thing as soaking unless we just baked a lasagna for 15 hours. There's no such thing. Grab the sponge, a little bit of soap, and get it done. The amount of time that you spent thinking about doing it and putting it off, you could already had it done in the drying rack. It's simple little thoughts of discipline. And if you do those things on a small scale day in and day out, when it comes time to make these big choices and the things that are actually hard to do, they become easy to do because your mentality is already there, your mindset's already there, and you've already coached yourself and trained yourself. This stuff doesn't come overnight and you're not going to be able to tackle those hard challenges if you don't start putting it into practice with the small things now. I can promise you that because I got G4 classification to speak on these things because I do the exact thing myself. I was uh, someone in the past who was a soaker or who would uh, leave leave my bed. Uh, <laughs> stuff so- like, yeah. Hey, you've never heard people call themselves that. I had a lot of college roommates call I'm themselves. A soaker? I'm a soaker, yeah. I, soaker. I, I, could, I could just very well imagine your kind girlfriend uh, gets to deal with a She's actually pile, chirping me as we speak. She's of- actually chirping me as we speak because <laughs> she's watching. Love you, Paige. Let's go. Let's go. Um, so wrapping up my motivation minutes, uh, think on that today. Think where you can apply that in, in little areas. Don't, don't get crazy. Don't try and change and roam in one day. Just 
make it small, make it the tiny little things. And the more you do, the easier it's going to get with those bigger things. So closing thought, the quote, once again, something that is easy to do, easy not to do. I apologize. Let me restart. Something that is easy to do is also something that is easy not to do. A little bit of a tongue twister there, but that's my motivation minutes for this beautiful May 24th, 2021. Any thoughts there, partner? Ah, we'll hit a little too close to home. <laughs> a little too close to home. I do, I'm, uh, I do apologize. <laughs> I'm going to be doing some laundry tonight because I didn't do that. Uh, I did a lot on, I did like three or four loads on Saturday. We had a lot of laundry. Sunday came around. I was going to do the rest on Sunday. I didn't do it. And now I got laundry tonight. <laughs> hey, see, see, put it off. Now you got to jack around with it. And it's going to be harder now because you're going to be wanting to sit around and watch sports when you could have just done it on Saturday. So, hey, I absolutely love it when my messages reach through the airwaves and are able to give you guys something to take on about your day. But when it impacts the guy sitting right to the left of me, I mean, shit, I am just spitting today. Just spitting. <laughs> so there you have it. Holy cow, partner. We've been at this for a good little bit, the usual amount of time for the TTL pod. I think it's about time we get this bad boy wrapped Mm -hmm. up. As per usual, anything burning on the heart, melting on the brain, or festering in the soul that you've just been dying to get out to the kind people that decided to stop by episode number 43 of the Talking the Line podcast today. I actually have something here. Oh, these things keep falling folks, in my folks, lap. Folks, strap these it. things keep strap falling it. in my lap about five minutes Going before up. we hit. Going up. Oh. <laughs> these things keep falling into my lap about five minutes before we hit record because I do not ever come prepared. Hey, as with as this, I would not, as I would not expect. That's okay. Um, like and it's nothing crazy, nothing crazy. Something I was just interested in here. Okay. We've got, uh, you know, little rumors of different super leagues going around and, uh, obviously over in Europe with the, with the, uh, you know, soccer, right? football, uh, you know, the super, super league, yep. whatever's going on over there. That's got a shit show going on. Little rumblings of some PGA super league type deal. But now we got high school basketball power, powerhouses are going to form their own national super league Starting in uh, the 21-22 season. Oh, and I see IMG Academy is yep. part of those. Six, so far, it's going to be an eight-team mm. league. Six of the biggest high schools in the country are going to be forming this Super League. A lot of people like watching high school basketball, man. And uh, if you put it on uh, you know, put it on live television, people are going to watch it, especially if it's the best of the best That's going it. up against each other. Guys that are about to be, whether it's, you know... Kentucky, Duke, whatever it be, are in the league within two to three years. These people are going to watch it, and uh, it's probably going to be a lot of money to be made off of this show. I would say so. So then that uh, even gets you down the rabbit hole, name and likeness. Are we uh, going to start paying high school players now? Uh, Like, uh, what's what's the ramifications of all of this, especially with all the TV deals and everything that comes out of that? uh, Yeah, I mean, that one's going to be a bigger hill to climb, I think, but... uh, we got we got NCAA to tackle first. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, there you have it. Our mag says high school teams building powerhouse. Be on the lookout for a high school super league super coming league. sometime soon. Wow, very intriguing. Thanks for that quick little sidebar, Mister Magnuson. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, it is about that time. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. This is the first time you're getting to see my face say this. Let me take the glasses off. Thank you. 
I cannot tell each and every single one of you who have stopped by today's episode or have stopped by our podcast in the past or follow us on social media or any of the million other things, like, comment, share, whatever it might be, thank you. Thank you, thank you. This, everything you see, the production studio, this whole show, everything you watched today, everything you've heard, everything you've seen from us since we rolled out to you January 1 of 2021 has been me and this guy. Mm -hmm. There's no team. There's no production team. There's no social media team. There's no nothing. The Talking the Line sports media is me and Max. Yep. And we grind every single damn day to bring the best content we can to you. And all of this would not be possible if it wasn't for your support. So I'm even getting choked up thinking about it because I did not think that we would be here a short six months ago. I would have never planned it. I didn't have the thought in my mind. Mm -hmm. And the fact that we are here is because of you guys. And I promise, and I know Mags will be the same, that we are going to keep making this bigger and better and bringing you more and more content and sticking with the times and diving deep into the industry every single day for each and every single one of you. Please feel free to reach out to us in our DMs on social. Feel free to reach out to us on uh, the live chat here. I will always, always uh, page with their eyes. I'll always keep an, uh, a lookout on the live. Be sure to drop your questions or any comments you have in there. We'll always be checking it. I can't thank you guys enough. Um, one more reminder. Be sure to hit that link tree so you can find all of our socials, all of our uh, podcast directories, all of our additional content. Make sure you follow us all there so you have all that good action and you're always up to date with Talking the Line Sports Media and what we're up to. Now, without further ado, as always, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates, gamblers far and wide, for myself, and Mags, we hope you have a spectacular rest of your Monday. Unless you have other plans, let's cash some tickets.